0: Why do we work hard to solve small problems? Why do we reinvent ourselves and our clients over and over? And why are we giving away marketing strategy for free? It's time to bring home bigger paychecks. It's time to create the lifestyle we deserve and to make a greater impact. This is the Fractional CMO Show and I'm Casey Stanton. Join me as we explore this growing industry and learn to solve bigger problems. Hey, it's Casey here, and welcome back to another episode of the Fractional CMO Show. And today I want to talk to you about how do you get a lot of stuff done? How do you get other people to do stuff for you? How do you make your client's dreams come true as a fractional CMO not working full-time for your client? This is just the hack, okay? That's what we're going to get into. And first, I want to talk to you if, if, you're, uh, if, if you come from an experience of working full-time for folks. Are you an experienced full-time employee? Have you been working full-time somewhere? Maybe you're a contractor working full-time for one business, or maybe you're a CMO working full-time as a full-time employee. Um, Do you just have this muscle memory of kind of giving all your time and, and working for one client? Maybe you do, okay? Uh, I did. I worked at an agency. And even though I had a lot of clients at the agency, I worked for the agency very full-time, 40, 50, 60 hours a week, right? Tough, long hours it felt like at the time. And um, as a fractional CMO, you've got to get lots of stuff done, right? You might be in charge of every day, 80 hours worth of work, right? That's like, what is that, 20, uh, excuse me, 10 people working an eight-hour day, maybe you have 10 direct reports working an eight-hour day, you need to see 80 hours of labor get done in line with major outcomes. And you might be thinking, that's cr- how, do, how do I, working only a couple hours a week as a fractional CMO for a client, manage 40 or 80 hours a day of labor? Yeah, it's a big question. Let's just consider for a fact, for a second, if you could do that, if you could work an hour a day, and 80 hours of labor happened, would that be pretty cool? If you could direct 10 people working an eight hour day each from you only working one hour, and people are hitting the outcomes that you want, the vibe's great, right? Uh, the team's supportive of one another and the outcomes are you know what you need them to be. Like, would you consider that to be pretty special? Like, I, I would hope so. I'll tell you, it's an awesome feeling to have that kind of leverage. And you have a hard time not letting that leverage bleed over into the rest of your life, right? You start thinking, oh, what if I had a home organizer and someone to do my laundry and someone to prepare my meals? And, you know, you can just start to kind of leverage yourself more and get more done. I love this. This is that ethos that we have here. Solve bigger problems. That's one. And number two is delegate everything except leadership. So, how do you do this? I'm gonna give you one tactical hack that is a huge savior to me uh, and to our CMOs inside the CMOX Accelerator. And that's milestones. That's it, it's milestones. So many companies and employees and team members Operate on a day to day grind of just stuff to do. And that's saying it nicely, right? They just got shit to do. They got stuff on their plate and they just got to do it. And then, you know, all the stuff that they want to do is going to be sidetracked by all this other stuff because someone's going to dump it on them. Uh, they've got their inbox and their phone's going to blow up and then the boss is going to walk in the office and yada, yada, yada. There's a lot of stuff. So, how do you manage all of that as a fractional CMO and get 40 or 80 hours a day of labor in line with the outcomes? The answer is milestones. What's a milestone? A milestone is a way marker at a set interval that says that you're on track to reach this really big outcome. This is this awesome thing about being a fractional CMO is that you must build a, in many ways, self-managing team that gets stuff done. Like you don't have a choice. If you want to micromanage people, you cannot be a fractional CMO, have multiple clients and be very successful. You just can't. You have to be able to build people up, support them from a high level, maybe give them a little rah-rah, right? Just to make sure that they're like, you know, in charged for the day and they're going to go after it. Um, but you have to trust that they're going to do the right thing and that they're on track. So how do you do that? Milestones. Milestones is the big thing broken down into smaller chunks. Not very small chunks, though. Just a couple chunks. So let's say in a quarter, let's say you do quarterly planning with the client, you say, this is the outcome we have to do over the next 90 days. Okay, cool. Then that outcome needs to be broken down into milestones. Milestones is how you make sure everyone's on track. Let's say you meet with your client's team every week. And the milestones that you declare are two-week milestones. Every two-week, there's a milestone. Well, you're doing one of two things every time you meet with that client. You're either saying, hey, let's talk about what you're doing over the next two weeks right? to be on track for this quarterly outcome. What are you going to have, six, seven of these two-week sprints? That's one. The other one is you're going to say, hey, we're a week in to our two-week sprint. Are you on track for your milestone? The answer is yes or no. The milestone becomes the thing by which you track success, the team working, getting the outcomes that you want. And if the milestones are correctly identified, you just manage to milestone. Why do I love this so much? Because it doesn't matter if someone wants to take the day off. It doesn't matter if someone had an emergency that came up. Right. If someone says, "Hey, I've got this family thing, uh, and I got to be out," say, "Okay. Um, Are you on track for your milestones? And if you aren't, how do we get you back on track?" They say, "I'm on track." You say, "Great." If you build a sense of respect, candid conversations, psychological safety within the teams that you support, those teams are going to be honest with you about them kind of completing those milestones, and then you're going to know when. Uh, the team is off track. One of the really neat things that you can do inside of a team is you can say, Hey, if anyone's off track on their major outcomes for, let's say the quarter, we're all here to support them. Okay. If you hear anyone say that they're off track, I want you to reach out and say, how can I help you? Because you want that in return, right? You as an employee, right? We're talking to a team member, team member. If you're ever off track, you don't want to be off track for long. You want everyone to surround you and say, how do we help you? I'm going to stay an hour late to support you, right? And you find that A players support one another to really push the whole business forward. You also may find that someone starts weeding themselves out because they're always behind or they're misleading. They say that everything's on track until the last week of the quarter, let's say, then they don't deliver. And you said, but you were on track for, you know, 12 of the 13 weeks, what happened? And come to find out, they just didn't really even know what they were doing. And they saved it all for the end. And those people... Um, It's really helpful when they do that because it helps you make a firing decision pretty quickly, right? So if you exist in a space of trust and respect and psychological safety, you'll hear me say this, psychological safety. That's like people will fail. That's normal. They'll do something... And what's important is that they learn from that failure. They learn from the misstep. They learn from, um, you know, they learn what happens when they did that thing the wrong way and why they have to change it. And like you provide that safety that says like, Hey, like that sucked. That cost the business money. Not great. And like you're not fired, right? I just paid you. I just paid a lot of money for you to learn a very important lesson. So let's just make sure you don't have to learn that lesson again. You build that psychological safety. People start coming to you saying, hey, this thing's off track. I really need help. Hey, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm freaking out. I'm staying up late. I just can't figure this out. Can you help me? Whatever the thing is. So milestones. Milestones are photographable outcomes. Photographable. What can you take a photo of? It is a page built and deployed. It is a number of emails written. It is a conversion rate on a landing page. It is um, a promotion that is launched to a partner's mailing list. It is all of the collateral for a live event. Um, in a Google drive folder fully approved. It is print materials printed and stacked and in someone's office. It's a certain number of envelopes addressed with direct mail pieces in there, stamped and in the mailbox, like clear photographable moments, not feelings moments that you can take a photograph of and say, this was complete. So take whatever the outcome is and break it down into chunks. So let's just say it's for a live event. I worked, um, with a company as their fractional CMO, and we did a big live event. Man, a lot of moving pieces. Let's talk about them. First of all, it was um, getting tickets for all the team members that were going to go, getting hotels for them, having a budget for the event, identifying how big of a booth we wanted, getting that booth rented, um, getting the collateral design for the booth, like the actual booth d- design. It was uh, one of those expensive ones with like, you know, the aluminum crossbar things and the fabric that wraps around it with the logos and whatever. Uh, So we had to get that um, mocked up. We had to get price quotes for it. We had to get timelines for it, right? All of these different things. It is not acceptable for me to say, Hey, success here is us having a, um, uh, us going to this event and having five of our people there and us having a booth. Like, like I can't, I can't give that outcome to somebody and expect something world class to happen. It's just like too many moving pieces. People need help thinking through these uh, milestones along the way. So I just shared with you some of those milestones. Then there's also other milestones around like the outcome from the event. So the outcome isn't that we were there and we did it. The outcome is that we were there, we did it, we got a certain number of leads. Before the event we scheduled 25 meetings, 25 15 minute meetings with certain people um, at the event, uh you know those the staff members that were there peeled off and talked to you know twenty other people and had twenty additional fifteen minute meetings for a grand total of forty five meetings. Maybe you push that and say it's fifty meetings and you want to bring back three hundred leads from people that were talked to and you come up with all of these different pieces, all these different milestones, and then you organize them by what has to happen over these next two weeks and then the next two weeks and then the next two weeks and the next two weeks and, the next two weeks, and you assign them out. Now, I don't want to, as the CMO, I don't want to be the guy who comes up with all of these different tasks to do, all of these, these different outcomes that I need every two weeks, um, but I'm going to ensure that that is thought through, that someone is doing that, and then I'm reviewing it to make sure that nothing's missed. And, you know, there's a really cool technique that you can do after events like that, which we call time capsuling, which is after the event's over and everything's done, you do a postmortem and you record a video for yourself that says, okay, next year we're doing this again. Here's what we'll do differently. And you come up with all the ideas on what you're going to do differently. You save that as a video. You put that in a calendar reminder. And, um, and let's say nine months, everyone shows back up, uh, sees that as a calendar reminder and they go and watch that video and they know exactly what to do for the next year. It's a beautiful way to create process. Okay. But the idea here is that milestones along the way produce a predictable outcome. Too many people, too many businesses wait until the last minute to get stuff started and they always have suboptimal results or they trust that one person can do everything, but that one person just doesn't have the skills or the capabilities or the, the, the capacity or um, the intellect to do all of those different things. So maybe you start having to parse that out a little bit. But your job as the leader is to define big outcomes for people and then lead them to break those outcomes down into milestones and then ensure that those milestones are accomplished. I don't ensure that, ensure that those milestones are accomplished in, in a micromanaging way. I do it from a very high level. I say, hey, you've got this major outcome due at the end of the quarter. And the software that we're using says that this is the milestone that's due in a week. Are you on track or off track? They say on track, we're all great. If they say off track, I say, okay what do you need to get back on track? And they say, I'll be back on track today, later today. I need, I'll work the weekend and figure it out. Actually, I'm stuck on this thing. I don't understand this thing, whatever it is. You know, maybe I offer myself, hey, can I meet with you for 15 minutes to help you figure this out? Or I say, who can help this person figure this piece out? It's a really great way to work. Milestones allow you to get leverage and know that you're generating major outcomes and you don't have to be there every day. You can absolutely, without question, in let's say one to two hours a day, you can be generating um, 80 hours a day of labor. In one to two of your hours, you can generate 80 hours of labor a day. It's amazing what you can do as a fractional CMO if you're positioned well for leverage. So you do that with one client. you turn around and do that with another client. Before you know it, you're leading over a hundred hours of output every single day in line with your vision for your client. People are doing what you ask and they're thinking for themselves and they're coming to you with problems. This is the vision of the fractional CMO. I, I, I heard recently um, someone t- say that uh, fractional CMOs are CMOs that uh, can't do this, the full-time CMO thing. And I think it's so silly right? I think so many full-time CMOs are just very inefficient. This way of building a team forces efficiency. Like you just can't work more than a couple hours a day for the client because you've got other clients to work on and you're committed to a major outcome. So you have to be um, you know, relatively unavailable, and that means that you have to trust the team to get stuff done. And the byproduct of that is a team that works better as a team. They're not a bunch of solo single Pringles working all alone in silos. Instead, they're working together as a team. They're helping one another out. I've said this before in other episodes. I like to create tension in the team where team members rely on each other. And they don't need um, a centralized figure like the CMO or a project manager all the time. They can work together. Uh, to make things happen. And that's what you want. You want to be able to create these, this environment, this ecosystem, this dynamic where people are working together to get outcomes completed. And the byproduct of all of this stuff is that there's more autonomy for the team member, which means that they can have their life. Like, what do I want from the people that I work with? I want them to have a great life. I want them to travel right? I want them to go see their family. If they've got hobbies, I want them to enjoy their hobbies. I want them to enjoy their life and I want them to get big shit done, right? And secretly that's what they want too. They want to do something that's really important and they want to work when they're working and they don't want to work when they're not. They want to have a little bit of flexibility over what they do. It's kind of a weird dynamic that you have as a fractional CMO, right? Um, if you're leading a team and you've got, let's just say for simplicity here, ten direct reports, those ten direct reports probably have to fit inside of like a typical HR management structure. They probably got hired as a, you know, in the U.S. as a W-2 full-time employee. There's benefits. They have days off. Yada yada. Um, you know, you have to figure out what's right and safe for you. But my view has always been, I don't care about how many days off you have. I really don't care. I care that you get your stuff done. Every two weeks, I know if you're on track or off track. And every quarter, I'm going to put more and more on your plate. So you got to increase your efficiency because every quarter, there's going to be more to do, and you're going to have the same amount of time to do it. You start building that kind of dynamic with teams. You have these milestones for them. You're building this, uh, I think in many ways, an anti-fragile team. When bad stuff happens, they get stronger, right? When um, a campaign doesn't work out well, boom, the team is stronger. They're more resilient. They understand it more. You've got people that are raising their hands saying, I see something wrong, and these are my ideas to fix it. And then you, as a CMO, says, awesome, I agree, or awesome, great idea. This is why I don't think it's going to work. You want to fight me on it? Like, let's have a little battle on it. Out of respect, but like, come at me, tell me why you think I'm wrong. I'm going to share why I don't agree with you, and we'll figure out what's best for the company. Right. I love that opportunity to create that tension. So milestones gives the team member more autonomy and allows them to solve bigger problems, which means you can work less and get more leverage from your, from your, from your labor. It's just a beautiful cycle. I hope you see that. If you want to do that, if you want to attract, convert, and serve clients, serve clients that pay you well as a fractional CMO, that's what we do here at the CMOX Accelerator. So Come have a call with my team. Come see if we can help you. You can book a call at cmox.co/call. slash That's it, cmox.co/call, and see if we can help you. We're gonna ask you a couple questions. Um, you can ask us a couple questions. If it all sounds good, you know, we'll tell you more about what we're up to and how we help you and how we help you um, build your own prospecting engine so that you can win clients on your own. How you can sell them confidently. So if you're awkward at sales, you can you know kind of fix that problem once and for all. And then finally, how do you serve clients in a way that gives you freedom and flexibility? Like one of the things that I will want you to do if you join is I'm going to make you take vacation. It's a big belief I have. Work fills the time allotted. Take a great vacation. Take time off. You can do these things as a fractional CMO. If you want the freedom and you want the high income, right? You want to build a half million dollar a year fractional CMO practice. It is so possible, even in today's climate, companies are absolutely hiring and growing, right? Not all of them. Some companies aren't, some niches aren't, but certainly lots of them are. And if you're willing to do what it takes to get in with those companies, prospect, um, and, 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 um, have conversations with them then you can build a successful fractional CMO practice. I'd love to help you book a call. CMOX.co slash call. And hopefully I'll see you in a uh, call soon. Take care. Thank you for joining us for today's show. For more information and episodes, visit our site at fractional CMO show.com. Go ahead and punch that like and subscribe button on your favorite podcast app. It means a lot, at least to my mom.